Night Talk, Monday to Thursdays, 10 to midnight. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for the honor and the privilege of your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, Again, very important conversations that we bring you here every night from Monday to Thursday, 10 to midnight. Helmut Hitman, a military and defense analyst as well as the offender. He's a a professor of the practice in the School of Public Management, Governance and and Public Policy at the University of Johannesburg. Gentlemen, good evening and thank you so much for your time this evening. I really, really do appreciate it. Helmut, let's start with you. It seems like this the the outcome of this uh, investigation was a, a a foregone conclusion. He, we really could have thumbsucked the answer, and we both would have been correct uh, when the this inquiry was appointed. That notwithstanding, um, the onus was and still remains on the Americans and the American ambassador to present the evidence supporting the claims he had made, and none has been forthcoming nonetheless. So it doesn't quite matter what the inquiry would have done, that without that evidence, it wouldn't have been able to substantiate uh, the question on whether or not South Africa sold arms to the Russian Federation uh, during its time of being at war uh, with the Ukraine. Unsurprising uh, uh, outcome. But did we learn anything from at least the executive summary of this report, which is in the public domain? Helmut? key lesson is probably how not to handle something like that. You know, it took place in December. The first questions were raised in December. It could have been answered then. Quite simply, quite openly, no problem. There's no real security sensitivity around the stuff that was delivered, as far as I can make out. So it could have been handled then. It could have been done with, wrapped up, with no problems. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then, of course, the American ambassador got in on the axe. I don't know whether he was acting under instructions or whether he was going off on a private little jolly of his own. But he was either acting on extremely bad intelligence or just taking a wild guess. Um, well, for my part, I, I didn't don't believe feel like a wild those. guess, given that he said he's willing to, uh, you know, uh, put his life yeah. on it. Then, you know, either very bad intelligence or on instructions from on high. But given the damage it potentially could have done to South African-U.S. relations and the damage it, in fact, did do, there was damage, um, Really, he should now either produce evidence or fall on his sword and, and resign, which mm. I don't suppose he's going to do. Mm. But you know, he really should. Mm. Um, mm. Just to clarify one thing, though, the, you, you said earlier foregone conclusion. I mean, quite honestly, even if something had been loaded, I don't think they would ever have admitted it. But the reality is South Africa doesn't make or have a lot of stuff that the Russians would want to use. Yeah. Nobody living in Simonstown that I know saw anything being loaded or even being driven into the base to be loaded. And the only real question in my mind is why did she put it to Simonstown and off Richards Bay, which would be much more logical for the delivery to the the, arm, the, the munitions depot at yeah. Papin Papa. I suspect they were afraid that somebody in civil society might go to get to court and get a sheriff to arrest arrest a ship in a commercial harbour. Mm. But from mm. a security angle, it would have actually been in much more sensi- sensible. Because, you know, ship boats into Durban or Richards Bay, unloads a bunch of pallets that are packed into containers and driven off. Who would even notice? Mm, absolutely. Taking to Simon's time, it was immediately obvious. Everybody got all excited about it. And that's where we fell down. And I'm afraid, and sorry I'm rattling on a bit here, but I'm a little time limited here. The SANDF and the whole government, I suppose, has inherited from the previous government and, and the SADF this fetish with, with secrecy. You know, everything is secret, even if the other guys already know it. Yeah, and this is one of these cases. They, they, I'm pretty sure there was nothing sensitive aboard that ship, 
Um, we what know could they have possibly bought from the Russians? What military Look, equipment I, could they possibly have bought? I think primarily ammunition for the weapons that, that the special forces use. They use various Russian weapons. And for that matter, the Army's anti-aircraft artillery also uses the Russian 23mm cannon. So it's 23mm ammo, 14.5mm ammo for the heavy machine guns, possibly rockets for the 107mm rocket launchers, although that's actually a Chinese weapon, mm. um, possibly 762x39 ammunition for AK-47s. You know, special forces anywhere in the world, if they go to a particular area to operate, they like to carry the same weapons that are being used there, because then they can get ammunition from the local forces or even pick it up off the enemy. Mm. And you don't sound different in combat, so you don't attract attention. So the special forces use the Russian stuff. We don't make all that ammunition, so that would be what they would be importing. And maybe some spares and maybe even a couple of replacement weapons. But there's nothing terribly sensitive there. All the stuff has been on show at that uh, open days and at AAD and yeah, so I don't see the, the sensitivity at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I perhaps want to ask you this as a final question before I let you go. How would you describe the actions and behavior uh, of the American ambassador to South Africa, uh, Ambassador Brigitte? Look, I'm, I'm no diplomat and I'm not about to prove it. I think it was very unprofessional on his part because I'm pretty sure nothing was loaded. So he can't have had evidence Either the American intelligence system is even worse than I thought it was, or he went off on a tangent. He had now on instructions, in which case it's not his fault. It might have been the American government wanting to put a shot across South Africa's bowels, but it would, that would be a particularly stupid, clumsy, blundering way to do it. Yeah. Um, so I think really he, he was out on a limb. He should now produce whatever he thought was evidence or quietly fade away into the sunset and go and get another job somewhere else. Yeah. Is, is, is this common behavior by American intelligence? Look, they get it wrong every now and then. I mean, everybody points to them having been wrong in Iraq, but, you know, they were wrong about nuclear weapons. They weren't wrong about weapons of mass destruction as such because Iraqis did have chemical weapons, had actually used chemical weapons, yeah. and had been working on biological stuff. So they went entirely wrong. But like any intelligence service, they, the CIA and the DIA do at times get it wrong. Sometimes they get it wildly wrong. I mean, none of them predicted, for instance, the collapse of the Soviet Union. That caught everybody by surprise, all intelligence services. Yeah. Because intelligence, unfortunately, unlike in the movies and the novels, is, is still, there's a lot of guesswork in it. Yeah. And a lot of judgment calls, and you don't always get it right. In fact, very often you don't. And the yeah. Americans are no better than anybody else at that. But this sort of thing, you know, an ambassador saying he'd stake his life on it, he has evidence, then you would think they have photos, they have documents or something that he could produce. Yeah. But, you know, nothing forthcoming. And generally, if somebody says they have evidence and they don't produce any evidence, I think they were fibbing. Yeah. We're going to have to leave it there with you, uh, Almud. Really, really do appreciate your time this evening.